0: Welcome Kevin, welcome Barry, I'm Evan Grant, welcome to Sports Day's podcast, upon further review, episode lucky number seven.
1: You know, I can remember even when we did our very first one.
0: It, was, it seems like yesterday. Or three weeks ago.
1: Something, Something like,
0: like that. that. What's going on guys?
1: Are uh, we going to talk about the Rangers? Of course we're going to talk about the Rangers. Well, let's talk about the Rangers.
0: All right, so what's your biggest concern right now?
1: Bullpen. No question. Bullpen... I, you know, I, I made the mistake of believing in John Daniels going into the season because Johnny had always done a very good job assembling a bullpen, and I think this is the first year he fails.
2: The year's not over.
1: No, I mean going into the season. Oh, he, he found pieces and he had things that that fell into place and everything worked great. I think the mistake made this year was A went into the season with no left-handed reliever, uh, and then B. Went into it without any real veteran guys to kind of stabilize a, a lot of young guys back there. I don't count Nephi Feliz. I don't think that his is a veteran. He's presence. not what you he's would a call a veteran. veteran presence. No, he is not. I, I will say this though: if if uh, I believe you, you contending he's been throwing ninety-seven in the minors now. Yes. You know, has there ever been a pitcher with the Rangers? First of all, has there been a player that you've been around with the Rangers that is harder to read than Nephi
2: Feliz? But he could be great. He could cut. He could come back, and he could. He could be absolutely. He could I'm not be dismissed. No, but I'm just saying it's, that you it's just a wild never card. Know it's a gamble. gamble. It's a gamble.
0: It's a gamble. But you know, the, if you've got a guy that you can turn to for one inning, whether it's the seventh or eighth inning, and he's throwing that kind of gas, that's the kind of oh. stuff that can
2: overwhelm hitters. But he, he's not coming back as a seventh inning guy. Right? He won't
0: come back as a closer.
2: But, it, but in the in the perfect you know, it, in the perfect it, world, you. Wouldn't you want him to be the closer? Wouldn't you want Tolleson to be? You know that for sure. He's not coming back as the closer. No, not. Not immediately. Not,
0: he would not come back as the closer unless Tolleson were to either suffer an injury or or have a a meltdown of several missed. Has the manager
1: lost that much confidence in him?
0: Oh, I think. I mean, I when you remove a guy, when you remove a guy from the closers' role, send him to the minor leagues on a rehab assignment, and then basically say. You know, we're in no rush to bring him back from this rehab assignment. Well, that's
2: because everything's gone so well with, it, with it, Tolleson. It's essentially that, a long th- th- That's Tolleson. Is, is, is well, let's, is say, let's sure. say that Tolleson starts to fade a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
0: Then you, you massage things. But I I, I do think that if, if Tolleson starts to fade, if you're going to address this bullpen, what you're going to try and do is go out and get a difference maker for the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's that's a closer. That's Chapman or, or, or Craig
1: Kimbrell. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, you know, the, the the thing with Nephi, I tell you, from the very when he very first came up, and, and he was in the and I went in and I asked him through an interpreter uh, about you know because it seemed to me he you know he, of course when he came up he was throwing hundred right? right and so uh, and, and I made some comment to him and and uh, and his answer was so cryptic about about throwing and about his arm and and people were kind of ignoring it and I thought man this this guy is really different. And uh I, I'm not sure
2: Did you think maybe he took a look at you and said, Who is this guy? Who is this well, guy well, asking who this is this guy? Guy asked me
1: what, questions? What,
0: different in what way?
1: Well he just he just it seemed like people were uh, missing it. Missing the fact that uh, as I recall when I when I was talking to him about this, the fact that his velocity had gone down and he and he made a comment to me about he wasn't sure that he could pitch every day like that. And people were just kind of ignoring it at the time because it, it was such electric stuff. And and so, you know, we just all assumed that he'd step right into this role. I just had the impression at the time I wasn't sure he was sold on himself in the role. And I don't know that I've uh, – I've never been sure of what he thinks of himself. Did he want to be that starter? Did he want to be the closer? He,
0: he never wanted to be – he never had the real strong desire to be a starter. Really? Not, not – not after he had had success as a closer how I, old was
2: he how old was he that year uh this first year was 21 years old right
0: uh yes I believe so So,
2: Probably. I mean yeah he was a you know
1: he was young he was uh, young but but you know he's a he's the kind of guy you just just don't get a read on and and I you know I think you know uh Ron Washington caught a lot of flack for for not sending him back out in the in the World Series but you know what uh I, I didn't question uh Ron on that one. I I thought that uh, his body language was so bad in that game and I think that's what that's the problem for him as a closer to me is that you just you want a guy that goes out there and believes in his stuff and he's going to give you everything he's got every time he goes out there and, and you know with Neff earlier this year when he's throwing 93, 94, 95 I thought he's got more than that. He just doesn't want to do it. You know, and, and then all of a sudden he comes out and then he is throwing 96-97
0: that's the thing that has been hardest for me is it's like in the big leagues he never reached back and got the stuff that he had which was still could go up 96-97 he wasn't going to hit triple digits now I've, I've seen one report that he has apparently thrown a pitch or two at 100 miles an hour in the minor leagues don't know how much I trust stadium guns or, or, or stadium boards in the minor leagues But I couldn't understand why the situation did not allow him to just go back and grab that stuff immediately. He will tell you that, hey, I don't need to throw with that sometimes. Um, But this was his game. When he came up, it was about overwhelming hitters and overpowering hitters. And if he doesn't believe that he can overpower hitters, I don't think he believes in himself enough as a pitcher to go out there in high leverage situations
2: and get tough outs. Well, yeah, a, I agree with that. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a that's a. Bit that,
1: that's that's why you have to what you have to have in a closer. If nothing else, is is a guy who's just fearless, right? Uh, and and that that is and he has to communicate that. You you have to see that in him, you know. Uh, all the great closers you've ever you've ever seen are all guys. like
2: not, not only does he have to be fearless, he he can't have a memory either. He can't remember, you know, if he went out and had a bad bad outing Thursday and it's Friday, that that's got to be wiped out of his mind. Yeah, and I don't see that with any of these guys.
1: I, I think guys are. I think a guy like Sean Tolleson is is performing at the peak of his abilities. I think he's he's just is, he's doing it all he can, and I don't fault him. And he is clearly the closer on, on this club right now. There's no one even close to him, in my mind, uh, in that role. So I give him all the props in the world for that.
0: So is there – do you guys have – do you have any other concerns? Yes,
1: I have concerns. I forgot you worry
0: about everything. Okay, what is your concern?
2: <laughs> uh, I'd like to see Adrian Beltre come back, and I'd like to see another right hand batter with Pop besides Beltre in the lineup, too. This lineup is so heavily uh, dependent on left-handed hitters, left-handed power <laughs> – that uh, you've got to have somebody other than Robinson Torino's as as, as a threat to, to to be back right. Okay, here.
0: Adrian Beltre comes back. Okay, you,
2: one more, you, What are we talking about? Are we talking about getting through the season, or are, 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 are you talking? Are you talking about? <gasps> who's, who's, was that for you, Evan? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Did we have to tell you to turn your phone off before you came in? But yeah. but
2: but what what you need it what you need here is what what are the Rangers what what are we the Rangers in this season for now? Are they in the season? You know, to be to be pretty and, and to be do better than expectations, or, they, or do they think now that they th- this division is up for the taking?
0: I, I have the, the simple question for you about this, ab- about your thought, okay? And that is this: you yes. want to go get a right-handed hitter. Yes. Where does he play?
2: Where does he play? That's the problem. If he has to play first base, that that'd be fine too. Mm.
0: You're going to take a 300 hitter, Mitch Moreland, out of the lineup.
2: You've got to have some balance. You asked me where where are you going to put him? Uh,
0: yeah. there, there, there's,
2: no there's no catcher. There's no catcher. There's no They're not. They're not going to get a catcher with with pop, like like that.
0: You're not going to get. I don't think you will find a catcher on the market with right. You won't right. So ability. so it's
2: it, who are you going to get at, at this time of the year? You're going to get a guy could either be DH or or maybe play first base. Well, here's, that 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 that's your options. And and if you have to if you have to sit Mitch Moreland down in, in certain situations, then you have to do that. Don't not. What are you shaking your head? No, I, I disagree. I this disagree is why I'm shaking it.
0: my head. I disagree, Kevin. Do you
2: agree well, with well, you? Me? asked I do me what agree with Barry. Okay, so
0: so that's it. No, the Rangers have to go the rest of the season no, without no, no. right-handed pop. I, I, I'm, I'm saying I, I don't agree with, with the Mitch Moreland aspect of it. Where, well, mm-hmm. where, where, So tell us where, where he's going to play. Here is what I think you may have to investigate before, before the trade deadline comes around, and that is can Josh Hamilton play center field? And if Josh Hamilton can play some center field for you um, and then get some time off and the Shields would move into center field, do you Scary. go out and get a right-handed hitter for left field?
2: I think that's pretty scary. I think I think
1: what you left out of the buried the leads you're you're trading Leonis Martin.
0: Uh well I don't know that I'm necessarily trading Leonis Martin, but I think that if you want to put another right handed hitter in the starting in the starting lineup, you're gonna you may end up having to bench Leonis Martin. At this point in time and Leonis had a big home run on, on Sunday and broke an 0 for twenty one streak, but what's he giving you? What is he giving you? He has a great arm in, in in center field. He's gotten better reads on balls, but he's still a little bit inconsistent with balls. Still a little bit inconsistent in when he hits the cutoff man. And we're going on four years now that he. Okay, is in so, a after, so after so after they game.
2: put Josh Hamilton back in center field, and he gets hurt running into the into a fence. Or he or he pulls a, pulls a muscle or strains a ligament. Then what are you going to do?
0: Then you you go back to the bench for Leonis Martin and Delino De Shields as your as your center. Field uh, where's playing. the pop? Where's
2: the, we're back to the right-handed well, pop. It, here's here's the thing,
1: and, and Evans right about this oh. is that I understand what you, Barry, you're right. The problem is is the we're both right. <laughs> is, the problem is the <laughs> archi- Thanks, Is the architecture of this team is that they were so concerned all these years about trying to jam left-handed hitters in this lineup to take advantage of the home run porch and right field. That they overcorrected, and now they, they have got too much in that in that direction. And there's really, in my mind, very little to do about it at this point. Now, if you could unload a shin suit which no one's going to take no it up, one's no, no one's going to take it. Then that would be great, and get it right-handed, and there there would be to me the ideal place to get right-handed pop. If you absolutely. Uh, but here's the thing about the Josh Hamilton in center field. You know what I do with Josh Hamilton? I put him wherever I want to put him. If I put him in center field, and if he gets hurt out there, he gets hurt. You know, Josh is going to get hurt anyway. He's he's under all... The the contract is not prohibitive. It's like, to me, let's get the mileage out of him that we can get out of him and not even worry about it.
0: And I I I, I hate... I mean, when you boil it down from a baseball perspective, it's a great point, is you're not paying much. You don't have great expectations for this guy in terms of what he's going to give you long term. Um, He likes playing center field. If he gets hurt playing center field he gets hurt playing center field but you're you're playing with somebody else's money and if it allows you to go out and get a left fielder who hits from the right-hand side and who does give you extra pop then it's something you have to you have to investigate.
1: I would say this. Uh, I think he played he played center field as well as Leonis does, uh, and certainly as well as Delano DeShields. Shields. Well, because of what he, he, what he gives but you. But the arm is, is a little different. No, no, no I, I think his his, his arm, arm is still good, pretty good. It's a lot better than Delano DeShields' Shields' arm. Uh,
0: the, the question about Josh Hamilton in center field right now for me is this: the last time we saw him play regular center field was 2012. Three years down the road. Can he still cover the same amount of ground that he
1: once? I wouldn't put done? him out there every day, but I, you know what, I put him out there the majority of the time, and I, and I think he'd be fine. I
2: when he you what? do
0: face a lefty, that's a day where you could move him to center field, play your guy in in left field who's a right-handed bat. Evan, now, give maybe,
2: me well, uh, give me give me three guys who who, who that could fill that that right-handed power. Two guys. All right, one.
0: I, I, so you're asking me at, at a point in time when I'm, I i haven't gone through, because I've spent so much time focusing on pitching, I haven't looked at, at the hitters that are available. You know, the one guy that, that would interest me the most, and I don't think you can get him, is Ben Zobris, because I think he gives you flexibility. He can play left field. If Odor goes into another slump, he can play second base. And he's a switch hitter who does well from the right-hand side.
1: Great but, guy,
0: too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he'd be a great fit, but I also think that there's going to be a bidding war for him because the Yankees will be interested in him uh, and, and any number of teams will be interested in him. I, I, I do, you know, if you get this team fully healthy again, maybe it's not necessarily with Pop, but maybe you do move Josh into center field and you replace in left field, you're going with the Shields and Rua. Those give you two other right-handed options. R- Ryan had a great September last year. He did. Um, could he be that guy? Possibly, because maybe what you're looking for is something that along the lines of a platoon situation,
2: where against
0: left-handed pitchers, you just want that extra right-handed bat in the lineup. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. I mean, you can't you you can't put up uh, put these guys out there and have lefty, lefty, lefty. Have a lefty re- reliever come in and it, it's a joke.
0: And they're gonna, you know, they're gonna face Mark Burley on 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 Friday in in Toronto. Uh, they face three consecutive lefties in Chicago teams will, until they get this lineup more more balanced, teams will do everything that they can to Just stack their, their left-handed their absolutely. and manipulate their rotation yeah. to, to send lefties up there against the Rangers. They're hitting about 150 against lefties <sighs> this month.
1: Alright, let's talk about the draft.
0: Okay, go ahead. That yeah. was an abrupt
1: segue, wasn't it? The NBA draft's coming up Thursday. Yeah. So, who's, who's, uh, who, are the, who are the Mavericks going to take?
2: If they take anybody.
1: That's the question. Well, they will take somebody. But the question is, will they hold on to the twenty first okay. pick?
2: All right. You obviously have come here with, with an idea of who they should take, so just tell us. You, I, have, I I have
1: several people in mind that I think well, are pretty good. Please share please Jer- share your
2: wisdom. Jerry and Grant, Notre
1: Dame point guard, son of Harvey Grant.
2: Nephew of Horace Grant. Nephew
1: of Horace Grant. Got a, got another relative playing in the NBA right now.
2: Is he a descendant of Ulysses S. Grant? No, he is not. Okay. He
0: is tr- not, however, a relative of
1: Evan. Evan Grant. Oh, Evan no, Grant! No, I forgot was, about yeah, him. Even better. Uh, he doesn't have the Evan
2: Grant genes. But if he, here's
1: here's the thing about him that I like. He's six-five point guard, handles the ball well, good athlete, comes from uh, a you know good pedigree. We see that in the NBA more and more these days. Lots of guys uh, who succeeded who are the sons of former NBA players. I can't tell you why that is. All of a sudden, it just seems like it's all over the place. You're so. basing this on. Steph Curry. Uh, and Michael Thompson and Clay Thompson. Okay. All right. There's two right there on the same team. Okay. Now, I'm not basing that pick on him. Here's what I like about it. He'll be 23 next year. He'll be 23. So maybe and Rick Carlisle will think he's a veteran.
2: Well, let me ask you this. What is the hardest position to play for Rick Carlisle?
1: Not as hard as it was playing for Avery Johnson.
2: Oh, but it's hard. It's it's, hard. it's, not, it's not easy to play point guard for Rick Carlisle. Here's, here's and why. I, and he, Rick, Rick Carlisle, you could put him on the, on the team. You really think Rick Carlisle will play him? What's his other choice? He'll find somebody.
1: Or is this team rebuilding?
2: You see, here, that's the
1: point. That's the point I was going to make. All right, they have resi- up to this point, I have pretty much gone along with the Mavs, and they're thinking that the, listen, we're picking so low in the draft, it doesn't matter. Let's just blow it off. Let's build with veterans. Okay, it worked. All right, lots of good teams, but in the last couple of years, it hasn't worked so well. You're a French playoff team. Fans are tired of the French playoff deal. French
2: right? playoff team? Are they playing in no, France?
1: French. French.
2: Oh, French. French. I thought we like got talking team. Tony Parker. Here Could have me. been
1: a Rodrigue Bois had stayed with the team. <laughs> they might have been. <laughs> that would have been a French uh, playoff team. That's right. But here's the thing. I think fans are tired of that. They, 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 they don't get any mileage out of that. You're not selling any more tickets thinking that, hey, we'll be another one and done here. Next year, the cap rises. So everybody's counting on the possibility. Of getting a big free agent next year. Let's say this year they went all in and get DeAndre Jordan, which is a possibility.
2: Okay, pretty good possibility. Okay, right? okay, yeah. If you get DeAndre Jordan, a you don't player have... they a player they didn't draft when they had the opportunity.
1: Did they? they He's a second the... round draft pick. That's right, he was. You're right. Thank you. I remember watching him at A and M, thinking some talent here, but not a big deal.
2: Right, me too. I agree.
1: Or a great scout. So here's here's the thing. All right, so if he ends up being uh, if he if he comes, you're not going to have money left to get another big name. You're going to be able to just piece together a few players here and there. You're going to be a French playoff team. You're not going to be any better than you were this last year, right?
2: Right. You might not even be a. But playoff you'd be building. Team. You'd be building. He's young. He's young.
1: Point is, All right, Let's say you added now you added a piece in the draft. Let's say you got a, a guy like uh, Jaren Grant. But you got to play him. You got to play, but here's the thing: you're 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 not going to be a really good team anyway. So why not take this year as your laboratory experiment? Get this kid ready to play. You you, you become a lottery team. You get a lottery pick next year, and you go in big
2: next year but, but, on a free agent. Yeah, but this thing about the salary cap the salary cap is rising for everybody. Everybody is raising, right for everybody. So it's not just like the Mavericks will have extra money; everybody will have. That's true. There's no
1: question. But at least you have to you have to have some hope out there to, to, to attract somebody. You're not going to attract anybody though if you don't bring in a big guy now. If you bring in DeAndre Jordan, that makes it more attractive for another free agent to come here. If they don't make a so big... you're you're saying bring in DeAndre Jordan and rebuild this year? Absolutely. And that's possible to do. DeAndre Jordan's not going to carry you to the playoffs.
0: Is, but is DeAndre Jordan going to come in here and buy into that? At least for his first year, he's
1: going to be in a rebuild mode. I, I think he could. He's twenty six. You know, he, he he. I think he wants to play here. That's that's the feeling out there. Of, of all the of all the marquee free agents you hear, the names coming around, he's the one who would actually want to play here a lot. So I, to me, this is. The, I think this is the best-case scenario for them. And I think fans would buy into that. I think if fans thought, hey, look, if the Mavericks were honest and saying, bear with us here, we're putting something together, we think it's going to be really special, bear with us this one year, I think fans would get behind that. I don't
0: don't think fans, I, I don't think in the public's mindset that there will be any thought that this is a rebuilding team until after Dirk retires. No matter how, no well, matter he's, how he's retired. No matter how his well, skills dude, Dirk decline, Dirk won't
2: be. We're not thinking about as Dirk as a, a starter anymore. No, no, we? I'm
0: I'm not saying no matter. I'm I'm saying no matter how his skills decline, no matter how his his role changes, and maybe this year if he doesn't start, maybe you start to change the public mindset. But I I think that in in the fan base mind, if if that matters. This is a contending team as long as Dirk is part of the franchise.
1: No, I don't see that anymore. I tell you, no one's a bigger fan of Dirk than me. I, I think he, he is an unbelievable character, you know, player. He's a, he's a top 15, 20 all-time NBA player. I don't remember. What was it, Rick Carlos? Top 12? Maybe. I that was his number. And and he's just such a great person, you know, as humble as as anybody and, and, you'd ever want to know.
2: And the Mavericks almost drafted him. <laughs> the Mavericks <laughs> almost drafted him. That's right.
1: They actually traded for him. But, but, but they... But, but the point but is, numbers. is that this last year,
2: the the decline was
1: so precipitous. I mean, it was. This is. I mean, it's clear, and he admits that he's ready to come back as a role player, as a bench player. If he's coming back on the bench, you're not a contender. You know, I mean, and not unless you're unless you get LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, uh, too. I mean, because then he can play his position. Well, if so, he's
0: coming back on the, as a starter, then you're not a contender either.
1: No, you're no. not. So, hey, I don't. I don't think he. Listen, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't think he's going to start next year, no matter what they do. I think
2: he comes off the bench, no matter what. I don't think he has the legs to do it every night anymore. Can we go back to baseball now? Yes. Because I, th- I thought we were going to talk about the Rangers. Yes, yeah, so Kev- Kevin. We're going likes back, to back to baseball. To well, to create- because because before we started, we talked about doing something, and you you obviously when didn't did you want to do ben it. Scully. No, Evan, take control. Yes, I. I, I
0: MLB is conducting right now, uh, voting for its franchise for, which is another way of saying. They're looking for a Mount Rushmore for every franchise. All right, I I was asked early in the process to give, uh, as part of a committee, to give a list to MLB of guys who would be on the ballot for the Rangers. It was hard enough for me to to narrow it to eight. Who are your four?
2: Did you have? Did you finally narrow it to four?
0: I will narrow it to four in this room today.
2: Oh, I want wow. I want to just
1: say one thing before we start on this. I'm going to ask everybody as long as we got this guy and he was the number one guy on their list. Because if he's not, then I think we should just cease
2: the discussion and move on. It's Pudge Rodriguez. It's got to be. F- oh, 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 Evan, What are you writing I know down? The, fir- the
1: first name he wrote down, I knew he was going to write. What did you write? Young. Michael,
0: Michael Young.
2: Young? Over Pudge he, Rodriguez?
0: Over. No, I didn't say over. He wrote Pudge.
2: Young. First. What would you say, one? Who's one? It's Pudge. Pudge. There's okay. Not anybody
1: close? Okay, Pudge is there, one. There's nobody close in the history of the franchise. Okay. Who is your four? We got Pudge. We got Pudge number one. Let's just say, let's break them down first, though. All right.
0: So you've got Pudge number one. Pudge
1: number one. One of the two. One of the two or three greatest catchers in the history of the game. You can't say that about Barry, any. Other who's position. your number one? I had Pudge
2: one. And What well, about? you have to get him first. Uh, Can I give my? Hey, could, Everybody my... gives their first. Choice. Okay, go ahead.
0: God, you guys don't know how to play.
2: Okay. I don't know how to play nice. That uh, that'll I, be on my report card. I'm sure It doesn't play well with others.
0: I have Pudge one.
2: All right. Thank you. Well, now I don't have to walk out on you guys. Because b- because if you didn't have Pudge one, you would be off the Ranger beat right now. Number two, Barry. Number two, I wrote down, I'm, I'm sorry to say, because you're going to jump all of this, Michael Young.
0: Kevin.
1: I did not. I'm going to say this right now. As much as I like Michael Young, one of my all-time favorite guys, athletes, Rangers, he did not make my top four.
2: Didn't make
0: your top four? He did not. I could vote for Michael Young as a second baseman, as a shortstop, as a third baseman, and as a D.A. And as a guy
1: who's willing. If you voted for him for, as a third baseman, we would All right. strip you of your baseball rights. All right, star. so who's your number two? Who's the, your number two? Mr. Foreshadowing. Adrian Beltre.
2: Wow.
1: Okay.
2: I don't have him on my top
1: five. I you know what? Here's the thing. I don't have him. After, after number one, I just got three guys. Okay. I don't have him. So my
0: my number two, if I'm ordering this, is, is Young. He is the franchise leader in games played, in hits. He played... Three different positions for this team, and he moved uh, he willingly, moved continually. Or moved. those, those are so, all good. Somewhat things. willingly, he. he somewhat, if yeah. you talk, you talk to anybody around this team. Um, the dynamic changed when Michael left in, after 2012. This guy has had an impact, and and I know it's not measurable, and I know there's no metric for it. But this, yeah, guy what's had his war? An impact in so many ways. On making the players around him better,
2: I have to agree with that.
0: And, and dealing dealing with that aspect, and I'm not just talking about talking to us in the in the room. I'm talking about going to Derek Holland and sitting down with Derek Holland and talking baseball, or talking with Ian Kinsler, talking baseball. And for a lot of guys, that's a huge burden. It's hard enough to get yourself ready I, every day. Let's, let's Here, move. Here's, on. The, here's the
1: thing. Here's the, here's the problem with this. First of all, this franchise goes back to in Texas to 1972. All right. How many of us know, personally, any of the players that played here before 1985? None. A none. Zero. So that's my problem with your argument. I listen. All the things you well, said about uh, Michael uh, Young, I agree with. I agree with every one of those things. But there are, I'm sure, there have been players in the history of this franchise who were just as good in the clubhouse.
2: Not for so long. Not for as long. as uh, No, no, he's he's Mr.
1: Ranger. I get okay. He, I get him there. Well, I would we're think Mr. Let's Ranger. Let's move on. Let's move on. Mr. Ranger belongs on the franchise. Let's
0: let's move it. Let's move three, move on. let is, Let's move on. We've agreed. Michael Young is much better than Kevin's. You get number. Okay.
2: Here's a here's one. Both you guys will disagree with. Uh, Juan Gonzalez.
0: Kevin.
2: Uh, I did not have Juan on my list.
0: Of course not. Oh, well, Kevin, who you got? Bobby Witt?
1: Cause you like to talk to him? No, you—you're the one that picked Michael Young, cause he was your pal, your who's, Bobo. Who's Kevin number three. He has Mickey Rivers on the list. I Holy cow! Have Mickey Rivers on the list. Have Rafael Palmeiro.
0: Juan Gonzalez. And and you could make an argument <laughs> hey, Evan, that Juan Gonzalez was the best player in this team's in this team's history. No, you can't. No, no, you that would can't. be Pudge. You could no. make that, you, that would be Pudge. But but go ahead. But Juan, Juan Gonzalez the, would be too. Juan may have been the best offensive
2: player in this team's history. He was very, and he was offensive. No, he was not.
0: Do you, do you look at things like
1: war? Yes, I look at war. But war is not the be all and end war. all. It's not the end all and be all. But that, I think that there are... Uh, Can I listen. say something here?
2: War. No, you may not. What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing.
1: Shut up. Look, here, here's the thing, all right? Because, and number four, we're moving on. Um, I'm giving you my number four
2: right now. And this will be the most controversial. Wait, uh, who, who, who who do you have so far? I wonder, who's your first three?
1: I had Beltray. Yeah. I had Pudge. Yeah. And I have uh, 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 Paul Merrill.
2: Okay, who's four? Number four. This will be stunning. Are you sitting down, Evan? Yeah, go ahead. Josh Hamilton. 2010,
1: okay. you take away A-Rod's 2012 season, and it was the greatest offensive season in the Rangers history. And he was the MVP that year and led them to the World Series.
2: And that's one year. That's one year, but he's had – But it was an impactful – it was a terrific year. It was a tremendous a- year. A- and it was a year that turned this franchise – you could say turned the franchise. Plus, he was
1: an all-star every year he was he was here. All right? So let's not diminish that. If we're Look, I I left A-Rod off because, uh, because he's A-Rod.
2: No. Oh, he, I, I three A- years.
1: he only played three years here. But those three years here, he was were, pretty good here were unbelievable. Yeah, but he was also taking steroids. But he was also
2: there. Aroy, A- A-Rod. Arod. Well, what A-Rod. was about
1: Juan Gonzalez? We don't have any evidence of that. Oh,
0: we don't have any evidence of that. All
2: right, but who's, you, who's you your four? Who's your 4 Your
0: Mount Rushmore. I mean, it's going to be pumped up <laughs> with, with Rafi. And, uh, you know, you want to put uh, Alex on there. No, who's your four? No, who's your four? My fourth is, and I'm going with the easy one here, because it did, the, it did change the legitimacy of this franchise is Nolan. I uh, don't hey, think Nolan is the best pitcher to have performed here. Oh I don't think he's the gosh. best starter to have performed. Did you here. put Nolan Ryan on? I did, I did,
2: but I could easily be talked out of it.
0: You know, but you, I do think I do think his presence, both in 1989 when he arrived here as a pitcher, changed the legitimacy of the franchise, and whether Nolan ever wants to acknowledge this or not. His presence in the seats and not in the front offices, his presence in the seats after 2008 brought fans back to a— con- didn't bring fans into the stadium, but made a connection with the fan base. And that was important, again, to an, or- to an organization that had really created Apple I am Facebook.
2: going home to talk to my sports psychologists and psychiatrists, and how I agreed with you, how we came up with the same four. I think this should make you independent. wary that he agreed with you on so many. Pages. I'm worried that
1: I agreed with very, him; that he very agreed smart with me. Hard on a
0: lot of things, like I have to tell
1: you. Look, here, here's the problem with. The, listen, is your Mount Rushmore the greatest players or the yours, most iconic? Is yours? Players?
2: Is yours the Disney round? Disney World route, Mount Rushmore. It's 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 a fantasy it's route. It's Mount Rushmore.
0: Thing. Everybody's going to define it differently.
1: I think we need to define it then. If it's going to be iconic, people then okay. Yeah, I put Nolan Ryan on there. No, there's no question about that. And and it certainly there had a lot I of mean, great it's, moments. Support the was met his the most of the franchise. What was his
2: record? I agree with Evan. Oh my what god. What was his record? I his
1: agree. record was a few games over five hundred. I, I a few games over five hundred. You made fun of Bobby Witt.
2: Okay, but but in the history of this franchise, Bobby is a well, tremendous guy. In the history of this franchise, a few games over five hundred it's not bad. It, it, we're not we're not Here's talking the about thing. the Yankees. You yet.
1: shouldn't put a pitcher on your Mount Rushmore with the Rangers. Why not? It's, it's, Be, what's the because, most important? What is the most important position on
2: the field?
1: It, it that doesn't make any oh difference. My if God. There's Nobody from there. But the, he, the, there the, is
2: somebody from there. And yeah, it, if I want to take
1: a pitcher, I'll take Fergie Jenkins. I'll put him on there. Okay. Okay. That's that's that's, right. that's that's your prerogative. That's you, fine, Kevin. Your your list is so ridiculous. Reggie Jig, Jig is one. Game. Kenny Rogers. You want to put Kenny Rogers on your Fergie list? Reggie Jig too? is one games so here when they stunk.
2: He did. So did Gaylord Perry. But you just but your hope. So point, point, so to Gaylord so Perry. Gaylord Perry. So your hope. So winning Nolan games Ryan was, when they
1: stunk
0: mean more than winning games when they're good. Did Nolan Ryan win games when they were good? They were average. <laughs> yeah. So, you, what was your point then? I don't understand what winning games were. They
1: nope. Fergie Jenkins for no, a team that won ninety six games, ninety four games. His point, yeah, but his point was is yeah, that I'll oh how, how can how can you win games when they're no good? There were pitchers who won when they were no good. Okay,
2: whatever. Okay, John Matlock is is he on your list too? He's not on my. List. I don't Me- have a pitcher. Doc. On Doc my, I don't have a pitcher on my top four.
1: Right.
0: Ken and Suarez you, is You were the guys who wanted to keep this brief, and you've rambled on and on. Well, because uh,
1: who, I who knew? I can't believe y'all were so foolish. I could have gotten so. What? I could have gotten two, two, two numb nuts. you from guys the, be... the, the
2: hitter lads to say, give me your your Mount Rushmore Rangers. Oh, okay. You guys were so, what? Would you say foolish? Kevin, it sounded like something else. Kevin, numbnuts. what is. No, you said it was all this foolish.
0: Let's just finish this argument with what you did. You went to baseball reference. You looked at the Rangers encyclopedia page. You took their first foreign war and said, my, round, my, "My Mount Rushmore." They
1: were not the first foreign war, but you know what? It did. It did uh, factor into my considerations. Yes, it did. Well, y- I, I like looking at a little bit of science here. Okay, excuse me. Oh, I not, not just the guys that that when I looked up at them, I got all weepy.
0: Okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> so-
2: Say goodbye, Evan. Time to wrap it up. This
1: is my favorite part of the show when we get to say goodbye to Evan.
2: Goodbye, Barry. Goodbye, Kevin. See you next week.